Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of the Join Jessica XO brand, where I coach, speak, and influence women to improve their mindsets so they can become happier, healthier, and more successful than ever before. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a series of pep talks that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, well then, you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Happy Monday. Happy spooky season, baby. Oh my gosh, it is October. How? Like, I genuinely need to know how in the world is it October already? I don't know if you also feel this way, but I know that I am not alone because someone created a meme that so accurately depicted how I have been feeling in the month of September. It said something like, how did it go from September 1st to September 18th overnight? I guess Christmas is in four hours. Like it literally felt like September went by in the blink of an eye. I'm sure that being on vacation for the first half of the month and not having been home for the last week of August just like really threw things for a loop for me. Like I feel like I missed three weeks of my life somehow. Very, very odd to navigate that. But I am excited to be here with you on the first Monday of October. And today on the episode, we are going to share with you things that I would suggest you stop saying if you really want to heal your binge eating disorder. September marked six years being binge free for me, which is just wildly mind blowing. And People often ask me like, Jessica, what is the first thing that you did to conquer your binge eating? And I've shared so many of the tools and resources and things that I did and mindset shifts that I made and strategies that I applied over the course of creating this change over the last six years. But the truth is, and I know that sometimes when we want to make a change, we think like, just give me the strategy, tell me what I need to go and do. But the truth is healing your binge eating requires you to also change, most importantly, change the way that you think about food, because it really is a mind game. Your mindset is so powerful in pushing you to make decisions or not make decisions, to do things or not do things. Your mind plays a huge role in how you feel about certain things, and conquering binge eating really requires you to change the relationship that you have with food, change how you see food, how you view food, how you feel about food, how you talk about food, how you behave with food. And if you're ready to conquer binge eating, a really simple place, it doesn't mean it's easy, but a simple place to start is with your language. 
We are quickly interrupting today's podcast episode to encourage and invite you to join us over inside of exclusive pep talks with the queen. If you cannot get enough of the episodes here on the queen of pep talks podcast, exclusive pep talks with the queen is a must join subscription for $7 a month. You get bonus episodes every single week. Every Tuesday, we drop a bonus motivational episode for you that will give you a fire pep talk and inspire you to be intentional and show up powerfully in your life. In addition to those weekly episode drops every other Friday, we also give you a full bonus episode answering you guessed it, your questions inside of our members only Facebook community. You get to leave questions for me and I will record personalized episodes for you answering your questions on anything you want to know. Ask me questions about relationship with food, mindset, body image, confidence, your business, anything you want to know, I am there to create personalized episodes for you. In addition to all of those bonus episodes every single month, we also do a hot seat Zoom coaching call every other month where you can come onto Zoom, bond with your exclusive pep talk sisters, and of course, get coaching support and guidance from me. Just $7. And when you subscribe, you get immediate access to all of the episodes that are over there awaiting you. 30 plus bonus episodes right now. You would be insane to miss this opportunity. If you're wanting a space where you can come and get more personalized one-on-one support from me that is incredibly accessible in terms of price point, exclusive pep talks is the place for you to do it. You can subscribe via the link in the show notes. Okay. Now back to the episode. So if you're a binge eater, someone who just struggles with her relationship with food in general, I want to share with you some phrases and sentences that you can stop saying right now that are going to make a big impact on the way that you feel about food. Okay, there are seven of them. Number one is to stop saying I am powerless to food because you're not. One of the most important parts of your healing journey is going to be taking your power back. If you ever leave the kitchen feeling just completely like you were just, I don't even know how to put it into words. Like it feels like you were just an outer body experience. Like you knew you were there and you were doing it, but it didn't feel like you were doing it. It felt like something else was in control. Something else was causing the behavior. Something else was making you behave in a way that you knew deep down that you didn't want to behave in, but you almost felt like you couldn't stop. And this is one of those like you know, if you know type of things, right? Like if you've experienced it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I spent so many years of my life feeling like I was powerless, like I was the victim, like food was the one in control and I just had no other choice. When I decided that I wanted to heal my relationship with food, I had to decide that I was going to take my power back. And a mantra that I use is I am always the one who chooses I have the power. And I want you to really feel that and believe that for yourself, that you are not powerless to food. You are the one in control. You always make the choices. And when you can take that responsibility, you can know that food can't ever make you do something that you don't want to do. Okay. Number two, second thing that you need to stop saying is this food is good or this food is bad, or any other 
defining terms that you would put in there that make food a happy, pleasant thing or a bad, sad, angry, shouldn't do it, ooh type of thing. Food is not a moral issue, right? You are not a good person or a bad person because of the choices that you make when it comes to what you put in your mouth. There's no food that's good and there's no food that's bad. It's food. Why is it an emotional thing? It shouldn't be. Are there foods, sure, that more are more nutritionally dense? Yes, absolutely. Are there foods that maybe are going to make your body not feel quite as great after eating them? Sure. But we want to remove the emotional ties that we've created with food. And we can do that by no longer defining it as something that has some kind of emotional feeling for us. The third thing that I would stop saying is that I am not supposed to or allowed to eat this. You probably have a ridiculous list of food rules. If you were to sit down and make a list of all of the rules that you had surrounding food, I bet you would be surprised at some of the things that you either believe now or have believed in the past when it came to the way that you are supposed to, should be, or allowed to be eating. I want you to take the time to practice breaking some of these food rules. I had to remove all of the rules that I spent over a decade creating for myself. And it took a long time to do that. But it started with removing terms like supposed to or allowed to from my vocabulary when it came to food. Because says who? My body, I decide what I put in it. And it's like, you know, when you tell a kid not to do something, they become defiant and just want to go and do it because they're not supposed to. A lot of people struggle with the same exact thing when it comes to food. If you're telling yourself that you're not supposed to or allowed to be doing something, number one, you're labeling the food as bad, right? which we're not doing here. It's not a moral issue. But also number two, a lot of times we tend to just like rebel and say, well, I'm not allowed to have it. I want it even more. I'm not supposed to have it. Oh my gosh, now I must have it. So work on removing the rules that you've created. And you can start by just taking out these two simple words, supposed and allowed, because you decide what you put in your body and you're allowed to eat whatever you want, whether you choose to eat it or not, you have full permission to do that. But again, it's taking your power back and making you recognize that you are the one that chooses always. It's a choice, right? The fourth thing that I would absolutely stop saying if you want to conquer binge eating is I'm going to be this way forever because you believe what you tell yourself. And if you keep telling yourself over and over and over and over and over again, that change is not possible for you, and you're always going to be a binge eater, or this is how you've always been. So this is how you're always going to be, then guess what you're going to believe that because it's what you keep telling yourself. You don't have to be this way forever. It's easy to say that you'll be this way forever when you don't believe that you're the one that has the power to change. If you think that you're a victim to food or a victim to any circumstances in your life, then of course you might believe that you're going to be this way forever. But if this is not how you want to be, why are you trying to convince yourself that this is how you're going to be forever? Why, if you can fight so hard for that belief, can you fight so hard for the belief that you can change? What if you told yourself as often as you tell yourself that you're going to be this way forever? What if you told yourself, I am capable of changing? 
What if you told yourself change is possible for me? What if you told yourself that in six months you were going to be a completely different person? What if you told yourself that this time next year your relationship with food was going to be incredible? Can you start fighting for what it is that you want as much as you have fought to hold yourself back from being stuck in this reality that you don't actually want to be in. If you don't want to be here, why are you fighting so bad to stay here? Why are you convincing yourself with your words that you're just going to be this way forever? Start using empowering language that reminds you that you are so capable of changing your relationship with food, that you are so capable of having food freedom, that you are so capable of being free from binge eating, that you're so capable of coping with your emotions without turning to food. Your mind is a powerful, powerful tool. Will you use it in your favor or not? Because telling yourself that you're going to be this way forever and that you're stuck and you can't change, that's not fighting for what you want. It's fighting to stay where you are right now. And if you don't want to be here, it's time to stop fighting to stay there. Okay? The fifth thing that I would stop saying if I wanted to break free from binge eating, I would stop saying that there's something wrong with me. This is something that I told myself over and 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 over again when I was struggling with binge eating. I would lay in bed at night and I would cry and I would just wonder what is wrong with me? Why am I like this? What is wrong with me? Why am I like this? Why can't I just get my shit together? Why can't I just stop eating? Why can't I just be consistent? Why can't I? What is wrong with me? And the more that I questioned what was wrong with me, the more I was convinced that there was something wrong with me and I didn't know what it was, which was so frustrating because it felt like something needed fixing, but I didn't know what it was and how to fix it. So I felt powerless and hopeless. I had to stop asking myself what was wrong with me. I had to stop convincing myself that there was something wrong with me because there isn't and there wasn't and there's nothing wrong with you. Your binge eating is a habit that is not serving your life. But you are not inherently bad for turning to food for comfort or to escape or to cope or to feel better. You're not inherently bad for eating too much. No matter how much you ate, you are not a bad person for that. And there is nothing wrong with you. This is a habit that you are capable of breaking, just like any other habit in your life. You've created a lot of habits. I'm sure that you've broken a lot of habits in your life. You're capable of breaking free from this one as well. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just a habit that needs some changing. And you are so capable of changing because you have the power. Yes, yes. The sixth thing that I would stop saying is that no one understands me. I know how lonely it feels to struggle with binge eating. I know what it feels like to keep thoughts and feelings inside because when you've expressed them in the past, no one gets it. People just say, oh, we'll just stop eating. Just eat less. Just cut out the foods that trigger you. It's not that hard. It's just food. Just stop eating. And it feels like when we have conversations with people who have never experienced this, it feels like we are alone. And it feels like no one in the world understands us. No one in the world is going to get it. And again, that makes us feel like, what is wrong with me? If no one understands this, if no one else is experiencing this, I must be the only one. And therefore, there must be something wrong with me. 
There are so many people in this world that understand exactly what you're feeling and going through. I'm working with a woman right now inside of MBS who shared in her introduction message, she said that when she heard me speak here on the podcast, she had never heard someone speak about the way that she was feeling. She had never felt so understood in her whole life to hear me speak about my own experiences. And it's because I understand because I lived it. And sadly, there are a lot of women out there living the same exact thing. The problem is there's such a negative stigma and there's so much embarrassment and shame. People don't want to talk about these things. So if no one is talking about it, everyone feels like they're alone. But I promise you, if you search out communities where people are going through this and overcoming this, you are going to feel so seen and so felt and so understood and so empowered to know that not only is there nothing wrong with you and there are so many people going through the same thing, there are people who empathize and feel what you're feeling, but also you will find so much hope for the fact that change is available to you. If I'm the only person right now that you're watching and listening to who is sharing about their binge-free experience and how they've healed their relationship with food, and this is something that you're struggling with, I really recommend that you go find other content creators, other communities, other people who are talking about these topics, because the more we can understand that there's nothing wrong with us, and this is so common, and the more hope we see of people overcoming and moving forward and healing their relationship with food, the more we're going to believe that it's possible for us. The more we see other people do things that we want to achieve, the more we're going to believe that that's possible for us too which is why it's so valuable to share the things that you've achieved in life because you give other people a sense of hope. You show people what is possible for them. But I promise you that there are so many people in this world who do understand you, who do see you, who do feel you, who do know what it's like to experience what you're experiencing, and they want you to know that you're not alone. And the final thing that I would stop saying to myself if I was wanting to break free from my binge eating is that I can't be binge free until I fully heal from other traumas that I've experienced in my life. Or I can't be binge free until I understand why I'm like this. People often lump these two into the same kind of category for themselves where they want to understand why they binge. They want to know what is the root cause of this. They want to know why am I like this? So they start digging through their lives for all of the things that could potentially be to blame. Or maybe like me, you already had a reason top of mind that made you feel like this has to be the reason it, right? This has to be why I am this way. I convinced myself for a long time that it was from my daddy issues and abandonment that had me turning to food and binge eating. I don't know if that's the reason why I stopped looking for the reason why a long time ago. Because I realize that I have the power and ability to change my relationship with food, no matter where I am in my journey to healing other parts of myself. And I don't have to wait until I'm somewhere other than where I am today to begin taking steps towards creating the relationship with food that I want. And neither do you. You get to decide that you can be working on other traumas that you've been through in your life and healing. I did a lot of inner child healing. I've done a lot of work on myself when it comes to these issues that I have. However... That didn't stop me from at the same time working on my relationship with food because you don't have to fix every single part of yourself. It's not broken. It's not like you're a shattered piece of glass that needs to be put back together before you can start taking steps to working on other parts of your life. You can decide that you're going to work on any of the things that you want to work on within yourself and at the same time make conscious steps towards improving your relationship with food. It doesn't have to be one comes first and then. 
You can do things simultaneously. And even if you never decided to go down the path of healing the things that you've been through in your childhood or in your life, I still believe that you can improve the relationship that you have with food because that requires focusing on the relationship that you have with food. Ultimately, you do need to work on the relationship that you have with yourself in some capacity. And there might be things that will try and hold you back from feeling the way that you deserve to feel about yourself. And that might require therapy or working with a coach to heal and overcome from those things. But stop using things in your life as an excuse to not take steps forward in overcoming and conquering binge eating because you deserve to be free from binge eating. The cycle that you're living in right now is exhausting mentally, emotionally, and physically, and you don't deserve to live this way forever. So if you're looking for where you can start in healing your relationship with food and overcoming binge eating, here's a beautiful place for you to begin to work on changing your language, changing the relationship that you have with food, the way you think about it, the way you see it, the way you view it, the way you behave with it. That is going to be a very important part of overcoming binge eating. It's not the food itself. It's the relationship that you have with it. That's the problem. Okay. I love you guys so very much. I hope that your fall season is so beautiful and so incredible. If you're a football widow wife like me, I'm sending you so much love. I'm thinking of you during this football season as you navigate every Sunday by yourself while your husband is glued to the couch and the television. (laughs) Kidding, not kidding. Not kidding at all, actually. If you have not already left a rating and review here on the Queen of Pep Talks podcast, it would mean so much to me if you took the time to do that. I love and appreciate your support more than you will ever, ever know. I am so grateful that you are here and a part of my community. Thank you for allowing me to so beautifully and vulnerably share myself with you always. I hope you have the best Monday of your whole entire life. And I will talk to you on the next episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. See you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you are inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. I hope you know that your support in helping me grow the podcast this year, it means so much to me. If we aren't already connected on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram or join the join Jessica XO free Facebook community for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. Make sure you check out the show notes of today's episode for links to freebies, upcoming opportunities to work with me and ways that we can stay connected outside of the podcast. I love you so much. And I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode of the queen of pep talks podcast. In the meantime, go fuck this day up in the best way possible.